Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Very happy to welcome to the KYW Sports Pod, Jim Rooney, son of legendary Steelers owner Dan Rooney and author of the book, A Different Way to Win, Dan Rooney's story from the Super Bowl to the Rooney Rule. Jim, thank you very much for the time, your father's accomplishments. We're back in the news recently with the expansion of the Rooney Rule as the NFL works on increasing diversity and high-ranking positions within its teams and the league. So, So the first question that I have for you, Jim, is, as you explained in your book, why is it so important for Dan? Why was it so important for your father, Dan Rooney, to create the Rooney Rule? Well, Dave, thanks for having me. I uh, really appreciate it. I think that the you know the motivation behind my father. I mean, I, I I think on a certain level, it just goes back to our our family's history here in in Pennsylvania, and and you know coming over and having the immigrant experience, and you know having times when when our family had you know, a lot of unfair circumstances. So I think there's a root there. Uh, you know, I talk about a Catholic priest that invited my father to, to march uh, in Selma, Alabama, and my father didn't go. And that really, I think, spurred him to say, wait a minute, if these are the things I say I believe in, you know, how am I going to proactively put them into my life and my business? So you had from 1969 to 1976, the Steelers, drafted more players from the historically black colleges and universities than any other team. And then, you know, that team goes on to win four Super Bowl championships in six years. He takes the same approach in in many other aspects. And then you get to 2003, where Tony Dungy gets fired by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And Tony had been a Pittsburgh Steeler. So my father not only thought it was was wrong, but he, he, he knew Tony and knew that Tony was, you know, eminently qualified for that opportunity. So that was sort of the starting point. Another Philadelphia point there, though, is a woman named Janice Madden from the University of Pennsylvania really conducted the major study that said that minority coaches you know, were having greater success but being fired more quickly than their non-minority counterparts. So, so the University of Philadelphia or the University of Pennsylvania has a, a big stake in the Rooney Rule as well. What type of process did it take for your father to make the Rooney Rule happen? Well, you know, it, it took a, a, a team, a whole team of folks. Um, there were, were folks, there's, there's an external uh, affinity group for minority employees in the NFL called the Fritz Pollard Alliance. And their chairman is a gentleman named John Wooten, who was one of the first uh, African-American scouts in the NFL. Um, Cyrus Meary, who is a, a D.C. Uh, civil rights attorney. Uh, so, so these folks really started when when the when the Dungy firing happened. You know, they really started to say, 
you know, this is this is horrible. We can't accept this. And then my father, Paul Tagliabue, who was the commissioner of the NFL at the time, Jeffrey Lurie, who was on the original uh, diversity committee that, that enacted the Rooney Rule, um, Jeff Pash, who was the attorney of the NFL, they all got together and, and kind of looked at what best practices were out there. And um, there were some there, but, but a lot needed to be developed. So they, they sort of tried to put together based on the best practices and then, you know, what, what are sort of the best concepts out there in academia and, and et cetera. And so you get the Rooney Rule, and, and um, I can talk about, you know, the progress it had. It was very successful during my father's lifetime, and then obviously we have, a, you know, some few challenges today. And, you know, since 1969, the Steelers have had only three head coaches, Chuck Knoll, Bill Cowher, and Mike Tomlin. And in your book, Jim, you wrote the fulfillment of your father's commitment to diversity was embodied by Mike Tomlin. Why was that the case? Well, you know, because it was something that, that he had believed in. And if you look at the Steelers' track record, again, I can give sort of a bunch of facts and figures. But, but you know, we, we named the first starting African-American starting quarterback prior to a season beginning. Tony Dungy was the first African-American defensive coordinator. Um, there's this long history of things that, that my father's leadership brought about. But, but having the head coaching job, you know, that's the most important job. So, so the idea that, that Mike was sort of the, the perfect fit for our organization at that time, uh, that's what I'm speaking to. But another piece is that hiring process that you talked about, three coaches in 50 years, you know, that doesn't happen too often. And my father was very deliberative in how he hired folks. And, and we started with uh, 37 candidates, which is, is, I think, significantly more than most others start with, go down to 12, 4, and then Mike. And in doing that, that also really allows one to embrace diversity. You know, it, it, it took more time. And in doing that, you got to know someone like Mike Tomlin. You got to know his wife. You got to, to really get into questions about values and culture fit. And these things, I think sometimes people, you know, respond too quickly to the moment rather than really understanding, is, is this person going to enhance my culture? We'd already conducted a Rooney Rule interview, if you will, with Ron Rivera. So, so to the degree that people want to check the boxes, we'd already checked the box before we talked to Mike. So it was just sort of a perfect example um, that was natural that demonstrated what my father wanted to do. And then Mike's success, I think, really meant so much to my father. We'll get back to the Rooney Rule specifically in a moment, Jim, but but your book goes into great detail in various points about your father's life, from his start in football to his story with Ireland to, to the Rooney Rule, to the creation of the Rooney Rule. What lessons do you feel are taught from your father's experiences that you share in this book? Yes, and I guess all, all the PR people that, that coach me on these things would say I've already failed at this. Uh, yeah, we really try to write a book that says, you know, you can be a good person and win. And here's examples. Here's examples in negotiating. Here's examples in hiring. Here's example in culture change. Here's examples in, you know, affecting an entire industry. And then, and then you go to Ireland, and, and I think he, he showed that same thing in sort of philanthropy and his commitment to, uh, you know, a global situation. So how do you be a good person and win? And, and it's harder. You know, it, you have to balance more things, and you have to, you have to really – have that that highest level of standard and and say you know we're going to we're going to accomplish you know all that we can accomplish but you have to constantly be paying attention to the human element and the dignity of every person involved and sometimes those things you know there's conflicts and you're you're constantly managing those conflicts but I think that's what he did so well 
And one of the things I found fascinating about your father, especially with those conflicts, is the long view was so important to him and how he was able to pull that off, knowing that the long view isn't always necessarily the initial consensus with his peers. How, why did that work so? Why did that philosophy work so well for him? Well, I think you're hitting it on the head because I think that relationships you know, when you look over the long view, and I know that I, I don't want to get overly dramatic, but, you know, you can look at a transformational process. When you look at the, the short view, I think he always felt that folks were just making transactional decisions. And ultimately, I think it comes down to, to trust. I mean, I think there's a host of things there, but, but trust and authenticity. And the idea that if people felt like, okay, I'm going to ask you to work harder on, on a Saturday or a Sunday – um, but but I know down the road you're really going to think about me. You're going to think about my family, and it's not just uh, a quid pro quo, but it's but it's a genuine interest in the development of of me as a, a person at the workplace, or you know the the opportunities for my family, etc. That you're looking that far down the road. I think he really conveyed this sense of trust with you know employees, coaches, players, etc. And um, and I think you know transactional decisions. You know, they, they they aren't necessarily counter to that, but there's a void there, and and I think people begin to to wonder: is this all about money? You know, rather than is is it about a real trusting situation? How, how do you think your father Dan Rudy's accomplishments and his story that you tell so well in that book impacted sports in general? <laughs> well, that's a great question because on one level, I'm really proud. You know, the Rooney Rule really changed the conversation um, about not just diversity in the workplace in football, but really when you look at it, it is it is the one um, you know business process around diversity that that pretty much everyone in every company can refer to. So it really changed the conversation, you know, in corporate America. However, you know, you see we're we're, we're still struggling in football. We're still tr- struggling in technology. We're still struggling in in government. So there's a way he he his footprint made a big impact. But I think he would be frustrated with some of the lack of progress. Um, you can look at, at, at other examples as well. So I think his willingness to step into messy situations is something to be inspiring. But I think there's also a tale that says these things never end. You have to constantly attend to challenges like this. You just kind of alluded to it a little bit, Jim, but I, I was wondering, what, what were your father's views on the Rooney Rule's effectiveness? Yeah, so you know, I think I think he was proud that, that people started taking it outside of football, and the, and that they they felt it was you know that that was important. He, you know, during the last fifteen years of his life, John Wooten, the the gentleman I mentioned, and he, you know, they were on the phone every time there was a job opening, making sure that folks were aware of, you know, minority candidates, a guy like Deuce Staley, you know, that that this guy should should have an opportunity, a job. So my father was the biggest advocate. Everything I researched demonstrated that advocacy from someone at the level with with gravitas of an owner is critical. And you saw big changes in those first 15 years. You you saw a 300% increase in the total number of um, minority Mm -hmm. head coaches. Uh, 40% now of the assistant coaches are minority. 20%, I think we're at 20 plus percent of on-field game officials now are minority and women. So there was some real progress. Um, then you had this dip, and, and there's a whole bunch of reasons you can talk about that. Um, but I think that would really frustrate him. He understood that life wasn't you know just one upward trajectory, but he didn't like when things 
you know, when the roller coaster kept going down. So I think he would be um he would be proud of the steps that were taken, but he would be the first one, you know, doing everything possible to sort of make sure that, that both the NFL especially, but also you know, the rest of corporate America was, was taking this serious and finding ways that, you know, whether it's new innovation or, or looking at, at where the gaps were, making sure that those things were attended to. I got two more for you, Jim. What do you think your father, Dan Rooney, would have thought of the expansion that was uh, of the Rooney rule that was recently announced by the NFL? Well, I think that, uh, look, I'm biased because Everything that was passed, so there was a, there was a group of things that were passed, and every one of those is either directly referred to in the conclusion of my book, or or if you read it, you understand that I'm talking about policies similar to the ones that were passed. So you now have two in the pool for the head coach. So instead of one minority candidate, you're required to interview two, and all of the science. There's a, there's a big study at Harvard Business Review that demonstrates that that really. Uh, when you have more than one in the pool, you really start to knock away the unconscious bias. So I think that was a big step. Um, the, you went to the assistant coach level, and we've, we've, there's been a lot of talk about problems in the pipeline, that there's not enough candidates in the pipeline, and that's one of the reasons they're not rising to these top jobs is, is it's, it's harder to find them. So so I think we using a Rooney Rule at the lower level assistant coaching jobs is important there. Um, and then in throughout the the entire league, you know, every vice president job, whether it's accounting, PR, communications, you know, et cetera, um, there's a rune rule requirement there that also includes women. So I think that those are those are big steps. I think you would feel good about those. Um, but you know, you have to look at enforcement also. So so you know, making sure that there's some way and, and there there has not been any major change in what the enforcement mechanisms are. So I think he'd be saying. You know, we need to find a way to make sure we're enforcing these good rules. And and the last question I have have for you, Jim, is 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 really directly directed towards you. What was it like writing a book about your father? There, I mean, you, there's so much to learn in this book. There are so many different aspects of Dan Rooney's life. What was that like for you? Uh, well, it was interesting because we actually started. So we we're going to do an article for maybe the Harvard Business Review around the Rooney Rule and the pathway to the Rooney Rule. And then my father passed away, and we had a few interviews set up. And, and Paul Tagliabue, who you know was the commissioner before Commissioner Goodell, um, really sort of talked me into broadening the story. So then I'm on this trip. I talked to 50 different players, you know, folks from the White House and the State Department, um, business people, a lot of folks in Ireland, Commissioner Goodell in New York and other folks in the in the uh, office in New York. And in and and Jeffrey Laurie, we talked to Jeffrey and and it was during the time that he, you know, had recently passed. So so there was this shared grieving experience that was just so meaningful, you know, and I, I know I was writing a book and I know I was his son, so you know, I really tried to check is, is are these things saying that folks are saying authentic or, you know, is it sort of Folks are just trying to to be kind to me because someone, uh, you, you know, someone significant. I'd lost someone significant, but I really felt a genuine, authentic sense that that the way they talked about him, that he had touched their lives, that the Rooney Rule, his work and labor, you know, his time in Ireland was meaningful, and it was a life well lived. And and again, this idea that you know, to these folks, he was a good guy who won, and that mean, meant something to them as much as it meant. You know, to me, so to share that grief with with so many people, um, you know, who who had touched my father's life, really was was a special experience. 
Well, it's a very interesting book, and I appreciate your time, Jim. The book is A Different Way to Win, Dan Rooney's story from the Super Bowl to the Rooney Rule. Jim, how can, how can people purchase the book? So the book is, uh, is on sort of all of the online sites, all of the booksellers online. Uh, some, you know, I know there's still some in Pittsburgh in the shops. I don't know where they are you know, in Philadelphia or in other cities, but you can get it online. And then Amazon, you can get hardcover, paperback, and a Kindle edition. And also, if, if you're a Steelers fan, you can get it at Steelers.com. Jim Rooney, son of the late great Steelers owner, Dan Rooney. Jim, thank you so much for the time. I really appreciate it. Thank you for coming on the KYW Sports Pod. Stay safe and stay well. Dave, it was a pleasure. You stay safe and everyone else in Philadelphia do the same. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.